glory, glory to your magnificent name, O Lord. We do thank you, we praise you, we magnify you, we glorify you as we lift up the name of your darling Son, Yeshua. Oh God, we are so excited, we are so excited to be here on this brand new day, the second day of November, 2020. We have one more month and we would have ventured through this chaotic year. What a year. What a year. Everybody was looking for 2020. 2020 was going to be the year. And then we found out 2020 was not the year. And then now we're talking about, well, I'd be glad when 21 come, when 2021 come and be better. We do not know. We do not know. All we need to do is make sure that you locked into the Lord so that regardless of what happened, you're embracing with the Lord and the Lord is embracing you and He's carrying you through through the power of the Holy Spirit. We have to come through and continue with the model that I must work the works of Him that sent me while it is day. Because night time coming when no man can work. And so we're looking at the work of the Holy Spirit. John 16, 7 through 9. This is 9 that Monday, and since it's Monday, we'll just take advantage and read through as though you had not read through it over the weekend and so forth, just to remind you and refresh you where we're going to be for the next couple of days or so. It says in John 16, the seventh verse, reading from the King James Version, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin, because they believe me not. Of righteousness, because I go to my Father and you see me no more. And of judgment, because the prince of this world is judged. Oh, glory to his magnificent name. Then we decided to break it apart, part of the scriptures, so we can see what was going on. Ah, we found out that that comforter is called parakletos in, in, in Greek, and it's an, it's an advocate, one who pleads for another cause with one, an intercessor. And so he's sending us an intercessor, and when he sent that intercessor, we're aligned with the intercessor that is sitting on the right hand side of his father, interceding for us all day long, while it does the work of what God sent it to do, to reprove the word of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. He said it would refute the word of sin, and we looked at it, that was our first point, and then we jumped on to the second point, and the second point was because of righteousness, and we looked at some verses to hold that up and to bring that, and then we talked about of judgment, and then we dug a little deeper, and in our fourth look, we look into how, how the, the Holy Ghost regenerates the believer, bring us into a newness, and then our fifth point was how he indwelled 
the believer. He regenerated and then he come and make resident in the believer. And then we found out that the, that same spirit seals the believer. The believer is being sealed. Now remember now, we have to take the word believer in its true aspect and that is one that is born again and walking hand in hand with the Lord. When the Lord knows that person has surrendered unto him and will not depart, he seals him. And so he's being kept until that hour when Jesus, the living Son of the living God, presents him faultless before the presence of Almighty God. And then <clears throat> we looked at the baptism of the believer. And we looked at the two different aspects of what we call baptism. We looked at John's baptism. And then we looked at the Holy Ghost baptism. And so, presumably, we got that straight. And so today, now, we want to look at the infilling of the believer. How the believer is infilled. The Holy Spirit fills the believer to capacity. And he continued to fill the believer day by day because as the believer engaged in the work of the Lord and engaged in the battle of the world, he needs a refresh. He needs a reminder as who he is. He don't lose his salvation. He just needs a refresher so that he can indeed continue to do the work of him that has sent us. Glory to his magnificent name. So we want to pair into Ephesians, the fifth chapter, and the 18th verse, and he said, and, now remember the rule of engagement. Every time we see this word, and, we got to say, and, that means that, that it's a link. It link it's linking the verse prior to the verse that is in question. And the verse that is in question is the 18th verse. And so that means that the 17th, Ephesians, the 5th chapter, and the 17th verse has something to say. But that is a problem, because when we looked at the 17th verse, it said, wherefore. The word wherefore, we need to find out what wherefore is therefore. And so that means that we need to run up and read. So technically, if we really want a true understanding to what this word Lincoln that say and we actually really need to read Ephesians the fifth chapter the first verse and going and then he said and there's a problem when we get to the first verse he said be ye therefore and so that means that there was an argument that sets up chapter 5 so that we can begin to get some understanding you see how this works so no, that's why now you can understand when the Bible said there's no scripture of private interpretation. That's what that means. There's no scripture of private interpretation. And so we're not going to belabor you by taking you back so you can read Ephesians, the whole book, Ephesians chapter 1 through chapter 5 to get a real true understanding to what verse 18 chapter 5 means. We'll just take it and we'll fill you in as we go along. He said, and be not drunk with wine. And so most folks take the and out and begins this verse with be not drunk with wine. 
we are in excess, but be filled with the Holy Ghost. In other words, don't drink, be filled with the Holy Ghost. That's not what it says. He said, and be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess. So that he didn't say don't drink. He said, drinking too much excess is not the issue. But, that's why he said but. He said, but be filled with the Spirit. In other words, you have a choice. Should I be filled when that problem come or whatever I need to elevate or move or whatever adjustment, whatever is causing me to go to drink, the Holy Spirit will accomplish that a little better. That's what he said. Be not drunk, for drunkenness will prevent you from understanding and doing the divine will and bring upon you the wrath of God. Because when you're not in the will of God, doing the will of God, then you are opposite to the will of God and you become an enemy. Everything that is not in conformance to the will of God is not with God. If you're not with God, you are, you are against God. You see how that works? So that's why sin is so damaging, because when you're sinning, you are against God. And everything that's against God, 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 God has a problem with that. And that's why the devil already have a home set up and everybody who will continually follow him is him and the angels, those who are dedicated to him, have a home already. They're already been judged. So he said, and be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the spirit. In other words, you have to drink a whole lot of wine, first of all, to get drunk. <clears throat> in those days There's, there were fermented wine because if there wasn't fermented wine the word drunk would not have come into play some folks trying to tell us that, the, that there was no such thing as fermented wine well you're reading the scripture wrong it, 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 it means to be you know we call we had an old word we don't use that word he said that guy is stoned that's an old word <laughs> which means drunk and we had another word say we say he's plastered. In other words, he's 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 not bound to this uh, this this thinking process. His thinking process has been altered. He he is out of his mind. They say sometimes he's drunk. He, in other words, when you said when you tell a person, man, you're drunk. You're already saying that you cannot understand, you need to get out the conversation, you need to sit down somewhere, go sleep, sleep that thing off, and then maybe we will talk. Wine was at that time the usual intoxicating drink. They didn't have scotch and bourbon and tequila and all this other, they just had wine. And it was because the wine that they was making so much wine, they couldn't drink it all up, and in some places, wine was stored. And they came to find out that if the wine is stored in a cold place, a cool place, after weeks and months, it changed its demographics. <laughs> it changed what it was. The chemical begins to bubble up and change. And when they found out, once they drink that wine, they've been sitting isolated for a while, it, 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 it makes their mind up. It gets your mind altered. We call that word inebriated. And so wine was there. The passage forbid intoxication, which was a common voice of the time. So you just had to go back and read up on wine. 
and all your studies will not bring you to the point where wine was forbidden. That was the only chemical that they had that was actually like medicine. When they got sick, if you read in the passage, and I didn't even think about it to this minute, Timothy was told to drink a little wine for his stomach ache. So if wine was forgiven, why would the man of God tell the saint of God to drink some wine? You see what happened? So get off of that hobby horse and read the scripture. Now wine, I'm, just, I'm coming to something, don't, don't, I'm not trying to get you out of it. Now, excess means the abundant wickedness of all sort. That means that once you get to the excess of wine, wine is in total control. And in today's vernacular, liquor. Whatever type, whether it be bourbon, scotch, tequila, uh, cognac, whatever, it makes no difference. Once you pass that limit of your body, and each person has a different, different limitation. Some, could, some folks can drink a cap full of wine and bam, they're gone. Some folks can drink the whole bottle before they get drunk. So it all depends, and that is explained when the Holy Spirit comes and said, these guys are drunk. And they said, no, it's too early. In other words, the wine that they were drinking, if you just got the wine that was pressed, you'd have to drink all day before that wine finally get to you because it had not been able to sit and ferment. Got it? Hence, if, uh, Proverbs 21 said, wine is a mocker. Strong drink is raging. And whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. <laughs> In other words, if you want some wisdom, you don't get drunk first. If you want to take care of business, you don't get drunk first. If something is happening and you want clarity, you don't get drunk. If you need to solve a problem, you don't get drunk. When things are going on and seemingly out of your control, you do not get drunk first. That is not going to solve the problem. It's going to make you unwise. It is a mocker. It's there to mess you up. When the wine gets into your system, it takes on the different demographics. And I use that word. That's not the right word. It takes on a different way, and then it begins to change the, your system around. And it affects your mind. It affects your thinking capability. And it makes you out of sort, and you cannot think the way you should. And that's what the verse is trying to tell you. Hence... Ephesians, the fifth chapter, and the fifteenth verse says, "See then that you walk circumspectfully, not as fools, but as as wise. Why? Because when you drink, you become a fool. You you come out of out of whack. You can't control yourself. You get to acting all crazy and stupid, and get yourself in trouble. You're not thinking the way you should think. You're not a wise person when you're under the control of." liquor or in this case wine you got it so that's what's going on there ah oh, i got a little bit more but i see my time is out uh we'll we'll pick it up or whatever we'll skip to the next one nonetheless i think you got the point god bless you and keep you